0: fuck's sake we are siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want... Actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against
1: myself. I reckon everyone in that school is backing. Anyway. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually <laughs> changing yourself for the better.
0: I cannot stand the man.
1: That's the only time I've ever felt like a man.
0: There are corrupt people.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm <A camera> recording <laughs> Omi's already pissed off No, just uh, do the fucking intro <laughs> Okay, everyone, hey, welcome, how are you going? I'm Ben and um This is the um, resentment list I'm doing that, I'm getting to that This is the resentment list um, Really started on a really We talk about resentments um, And this is my sister Naomi But I just call it Omi, really I'm Omi And I wanted to talk about today is um I Ben was, hates me I was reading Justin Bieber's Wikipedia the other day And I noticed that it said he got married in 2018 Mm. and then he got married again to the same person in 2019. Mm. That's completely false. No, I think they did it again. They did like a a remarriage. Oh, okay. See, (laughs) I should know this because I'm very up with the celebrities. And I was thinking Justin's kind of – he's got a bit of a problem here. No, he doesn't. Because now he's set up this thing where if he doesn't get remarried to this girl every year – he do, He looks like he's not as in love with her no, anymore No He just so, They
0: did it <laughs> I think he's No amazing. they did it a fa- I think it was a family situation
1: No I think he's got to do it every no, year No he doesn't <laughs> I think he's you
0: know, talking about This is just a meaningless conversation really When I think about it
1: Yeah <laughs> What is this whole podcast? for <laughs> me? Yeah, I
0: knew mean, you were going to say whenever that. Was... You, whenever
1: you pull the rug out and you go, yeah, but what are we really talking about? It really just shows you that there's no real point to anything. No, they there say. isn't.
0: But look, Justin Bieber, he's got a lot of issues. Did you know? Yeah,
1: I never watched that documentary. Yeah, was it that was good? I watched...
0: I did watch it. You, you know what I've actually got into? I forgot to tell you. The Veronica's. That Veronica's oh, blood is really thicker good, than water it? or whatever. It's
1: fucking sick.
0: Yeah, but they've had a bit
1: of work done, those two. Oh, they've had work for days. Yeah, um... Did but, you, but did you see the guy? Did you see one of them, the the hips, the weird hipster husband? Yes. <laughs> how sick is <laughs> I he? I love him. He's so dope. I love
0: him. I actually quite ended up quite like because I always, I think I was always a bit resentful talking about resentment to the Veronicas. I think, I think because they're so hot. I think, I think, and they're really skinny. And I wish I was that skinny. And sometimes they just jack me off because they're so skinny and they're so pretty and and I just. But then when I was watching it, it really
1: humanized.
0: Yeah, and I
1: think the good thing about that show is that like because they're Australian pop stars and they're like not that popular, they're kind of just normal people.
0: Yeah, they are. And also um, just like, yeah, like the heartbreak with um Ruby, like they had a bad relationship.
1: Yeah, that was bad.
0: Like, What do you think was abusive or what do you think?
1: I don't know, but I tell you what, if I was Ruby, I wouldn't have been happy with that because I feel like she was just... Whoever it was, I don't know it was Lisa or Jess, but she was throwing shade at Ruby, like at, like implying that Ruby was like really fucked up or something. No,
0: she didn't. No, she just said she had to get out of the relationship because it wasn't healthy for her.
1: Yeah, but I felt it like was a bit of an implication that well, Ruby was toxic. Uh,
0: well, I think probably she was. Really. And I think she's probably very resentful towards her, and it okay. came out sideways.
1: All right, you heard it but here first, hipster, but Ruby Roses. <laughs> no,
0: but the hipster husband. <laughs> I loved him,
1: but ha- <laughs> But he's just, I, do you know what I love about him is he's he's not, there's nothing really fake about him. Like he's a true eccentric, yeah. but he was like, he's like, yeah, I, I spent like a year in the woods one time running like a Native <laughs> American, like custom. <laughs> like he's just like so fucking weird. Yeah. And
0: then, um, whichever twin was like, he put a bike on the tree and she was like, it's so fucking spooky. Take his bike off the tree. Like he, he he gets all these junk he, he got, gets all this junk off the road and is like, there's this feeling about this object and I'm gonna put it in the yeah, garden. Yeah, he's so <laughs> weird. Well, Did you yeah, watch yeah, all really, of them?
1: Yeah. Have you watched all of them? No, no, no. I really like their relationship, but I don't like the other one's husband. Like how he's just like kind of a skater boy.
0: Oh, because he's um Oh I thought cuz yeah cuz she's a lesbian but he, but she's transgender. Oh is he? Yeah yeah yeah. So she so he so he um I think she met him um like uh like maybe a year year or two before um and I think I'm not sure if he identified as a man then but he they she met, he she met him as a woman.
1: Okay, because she actually gets a lot of flack from the lesbian community because she, they, the les—I don't know how how many people in the lesbian community, but a certain group of people said that um, she was kind of not really a lesbian because she only dated Ruby Rose. I thought that was the only person she dated. No, no, no,
0: no. no. He, she's her hus—her they're getting married now. Her husband's. Um, I don't think she's a lesbian or a straight or whatever. I think she just loves who she loves. So yeah. that her husband or well, I don't know if they're married yet but fiance I think um he, well when they met um he was he was well he was obviously still in the process so he was still a he so yes but
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. it's complicated yeah, 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 and yeah. we just shouldn't put labels on anyone no, That's no, a good no, no, lesson no. for so all of us I
0: think I think she just dates whoever
1: But I want but, but
0: yeah he um Oh, well, I haven't really seen much of him, but he seems all right. I've only seen when they when they break down on the side of the road.
1: Yeah, he just seems kind of fake to me. Oh, um, really? But, yeah. But, anyway, watch this show, guys. It's, co- it's called... um.
0: Blood is Thicker Than Something. Water. It's or called or
1: Blood... No, Blood is for Life, I think it's called. Oh, Blood is
0: for Life, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, and I, it's on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. It's on YouTube. And it's just the Veronica's life. And it's it doesn't they, have many views. At, no. It's got, like...
0: <laughs> Twenty thousand views or something.
1: Yeah, and they live a very do they live in life. America? They, I think they have houses in both. But oh, actually, one of the arcs in the show is they they buy a house in rural Queensland. I think. Do they have that much? And money? And they move in together, like they.
0: But how do they have money? Like they, they don't,
1: don't. Like that's what the show goes. They through, don't they, do like, anything. They have to live together. Like they can't have their own house. Why? Um, because they don't if they didn't live together they just their house wouldn't be very nice i don't think so they need to have their income together
0: yeah but what about how do they live how did they live in america as well
1: i think they just live with their husbands
0: but 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 um whatever one that the young one her hut the ruby rose one her husband is like 23 she's he's really young
1: yeah, but I think he's like he's got like a legit band and everything.
0: It, it doesn't look that legit. I looked at it; like it had eight thousand followers.
1: Well, I don't know. They're they're well off, but I think they Are kind they? of they kind of talk about finances, and it's not like they could afford any house. Like they had to move to a rural place to get a house that nice. When they buy this new house, like they couldn't be living on the beach or anything.
0: Yeah. Okay. But, well, I um, I just what is, do they just get money from that?
1: That that fucking what these fucking people they get it, that's the thing if you have one here if you're a pop if you're a pop star your your management goes or, or your agent or whatever they actually pitch your songs to TV shows and stuff they do so much work so basically in this day and age being a musician is about opening up as many revenue streams as possible so because they've got a whole record company behind them. Um, there's a lot of people doing legwork just to find revenue streams, so they have a lot of money from just random shit, from ads. Like they've got a lot of their songs on ads, TV shows. Like they just get um, residuals from that shit.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and they're big in the the gay community. Um, like they're just killing it in every single way. They're not
0: killing it in every single way they're at all. <laughs>
1: I think, I think they're um they're Australia's sweethearts to be honest. Oh my god. Um, okay. I love them. But um, I wanted to do, to do a, a retro resentment. I wanted to talk re- about... Re- re- rewind! Yeah, a lot of people know that I'm I'm really into music. But I, I had a flashback the other day that that passion for music probably could have started a lot earlier if it wasn't for one person. And one person in particular. And I think you know who this is. Who? Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was bad
0: news bear. Like, she
1: was... The single worst music teacher in Australia, and I know that for a <laughs> fact. Like she was awful. Oh, hey,
0: you need to beat that out. I'm you. gonna beat.
1: Of course, I'm gonna beat. Yeah, because she's
0: probably dead. But can you just <laughs> beat it
1: out? I know how to beat. But she she acted like music was your service to God. Like she there was this very like <laughs> undertone of Christianity to it, where it was like music is really about suffering for God. Like that's really all it's about. And you had to like. Oh, you <laughs> The only instrument we could do was recorder. Yeah, and
0: there was only three notes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the worst singer ever. Like she, I remember (laughs) her going, She (laughs) She had no talent. We had to follow her hand and she would do this thing where she would go, she would have her heels, she'd just lift her heels up like this. Oh,
1: sh- she she always bounced on her yeah, heels. Yeah, she bounced it on her so heels. Annoying. And I
0: remember me and my my old friend Mira. We um actually pitched songs to EMI, and um and we they wanted to buy one of our lyrics. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. And um, and we went and talked to Miss about it, and we were like asking her advice. She knew nothing. <laughs> she knew absolutely nothing.
1: But did she try to help at least?
0: She. <laughs> she pretended, but she was
1: so clueless.
0: Yeah. She was like one of those women that were born 65 years old. Oh, definitely. Like like she was probably 24. Yeah. And <laughs> she, and she put her feet. I remember it's funny. I don't have any childhood memories, but I have me- very strong memories of my teachers. I remember she just pile her feet into this little peep toe shoes and the fat in her, her, she wasn't fat, but the fat in her, her, um, her feet were just seeping out of the shoes. And then she would yeah. bounce up and down and play the recorder. Um, I remember sh- if you couldn't play recorder Or you didn't want to She she would be like Ugh. And I remember Do you remember if you were really good You would play the um
1: The, the treb- good recorder The treble or like. whatever Yeah like it was just a better recorder yeah, It but, wasn't a real but, instrument But you
0: had to go t- on lunchtime to do it Like you had yeah. to do like special classes Um, And like yeah you would just do all the recorder It was so Like it was actually I don't know how she didn't get fired
1: It was the most uninspiring Class. Well, more than that, it was hell. Like, we didn't have chairs. We had to sit on the floor, oh no, all class. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just sit on the floor and just – she'd just do weird things. Like, we'd just have to listen to the orchestra and have to try and pick out the instruments.
0: As That's like, cute, though.
1: It's cute, but when you're six, how the fuck do you know an instrument apart from another? And she'd yell at you if you got it wrong. No, she was – It's like, I don't know anything. No,
0: she was um, – she had a temper.
1: Oh, she had a blade. I think she
0: hits up with a ruler, not
1: with a yeah. recorder. There, there was a lot of skeletons in her closet. Yeah, she.
0: there um, I mean, was questionable teachers at that school.
1: Yeah, it was. It was really a throwback that school. But yeah. did you? But did you ever have her husband? No. He was a relief teacher. Was he her? Huh? And he no, far <laughs> from it. He he was kind of a um, he was kind of a frog-looking man. Like he looks like a red frog. Ew. Um, and he. You, he when I saw him because he didn't come until like the end of my primary school as a relief teacher, and it just explained everything about oh, really? about um Mr. like he was. Was it? Uh, I thought it was. Who knows? Oh, we're gonna beat no, so no much knows. shit. We're gonna have to beat everything <laughs> but, out. But he like a lifetime with that man would turn anyone into miss. So yeah. I think I think that's why. And I
0: don't think they had any kids either. Like I no. think she didn't know, she didn't understand children. They
1: were sexually repressed. Like, I, I think don't think they was, ever had sex. Yeah, I think there was some real deep dark stuff You going could on never at home.
0: imagine them getting intimate. Like they no. would they're the kind of family that would have like chops, potato, peas, and then go, How was your day? Like that kind of thing.
1: And then yeah, <laughs> she would say that to him and he just wouldn't reply. And he would grunt, he would go, <laughs> Yeah and then she'd just <laughs> go to bed <laughs> And that's the end And then end. he would
0: wank into a jar in the yeah. kitchen
1: or something yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was probably a serial killer But, um, <laughs> but um, What's been going on with you?
0: Uh, what's been going on with me? Um, I'm actually thinking about something that you said Speaking of teachers
1: yeah,
0: Is you called me a few weeks ago You know that you look like the sixth Spice Girl Art Teacher Spice What did you mean by that?
1: I don't think I ever said that You
0: fucking did
1: I don't remember that. Art teacher spice. I don't remember that.
0: Okay. So you're just going to deny, deny, deny?
1: No. I don't know. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Um, That's pretty funny. Um, Yeah. I don't know. You're very much, you very much embrace the art teacher look.
0: Okay. What's the art teacher look?
1: The art teacher look is like you kind of, you kind of let the gray hairs just flow.
0: No, I do not. I don't try. It's because I've been in ISO. I've got ISO hair. I haven't been been today. I got told by Scomo not to get my hair done, and I haven't gone to the hairdresser. That's why.
1: I think he actually said you could, but um, you have. He said um, you could go
0: there for half an hour.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So you have the great. You let the grey hairs flow. You let you you let your hair grow long and strong. Um, you have you wear a lot of like shawls and like (laughs) you wear a lot of like kind of very bohemian type clothes. Like you wear boots and a long skirt or something. Like you're very you're very like you just you're you're a very eccentric person no i'm not yeah
0: i'm not at all i feel like i'm very
1: normal and conventional Hello? <laughs> <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> why do you think that i don't know i just don't. there's nothing conventional about no,
0: you no i feel really like sh- I, I you know to be honest i feel so boring like i feel like the boringest person i've ever met
1: <laughs> um i think that's just because you don't go out anymore
0: I, but, you know, I have such a rich inner life.
1: Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it on this podcast. Is oh, there, How could you call yourself boring when there's just so much going on?
0: No, I just love my life. Like, I don't give a fuck. Um, look, I could probably go out a bit more, but um, but also I want to give you an update. I should have given this update ages ago, but I'm a shit person. Um, so, I, f- I talked to Tristan about how he, like, you know, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about the books. Yeah. And how Tristan has some really weird book rituals and if you don't remember what this was or you or you're you haven't listened to the podcast um for a while basically my partner and we buy a lot of books and or we have a lot of books and he has this weird thing where he keeps the books in paper bags so we have all these paper bags with books in them scattered around the house and I thought that I'd, I kind of ignored it for a while but he's very weird like the other day um something happened to our floor I did something bad to the floor and um, I had to put some bicarb soda on it and like – and soak it. And he came in and I said, Tristan, I've got something to tell you. Like, it's really bad. And it was about the floor. I was going to tell him what happened to the floor. And he goes, is that sand? Did you get sand on my books? He get, got really angry. So, he's got obsession with books. So, anyway, after I did the podcast, I quizzed him and I, I want to know more about the bags. And he said – this is a quote. I wrote down the quote. Yeah. He said – I keep my books in paper bags because the paper bag keeps a certain prestige and purification to the book, to the publication. I like to keep a paper bag on hand, but I wouldn't hoard them. My dream is to have books in paper bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: so weird,
0: It's <laughs> literally quotes from when I wrote them down.
1: Huh.
0: So, so mum came over the other day, and I just cause she'd been listening to a podcast, and I just looked, okay, pointed her at the table, and there's just stacks of paperbacks. Yeah.
1: Same thing happened when I came over. You were just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just have this look of like you're being held <laughs> hostage by a madman. It's and so fucking
0: <laughs> weird. And then like he brought home some books because I ordered some books from New Edition for us, and he said. And he, that he came home with the paper bag, and I said, "He goes, do you want me to keep yours in the paper bag?" And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah <okay." laughs>
1: all right." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so but what? But funny. can I? Did you ask him about? Well, does he know the, the root of the paper bag thing?
0: No, he doesn't. He's just obsessed with that.
1: So he doesn't know why he has this dream of books in paper. It's just. Bag.
0: I think it's. A, do you know what I think? I think it's a sign of affluence. I think he. He is similar to me where like where objects certain objects give him a sense of meaning. I think it I think it makes his life seem meaningful. It gives him a thing something to look forward to that he has brand new books that that are waiting for him to read. I think that yeah. what you know, he he likes to have that to look forward to. Um I think he's a very clean person. He's got borderline um he's got borderline like OCD with his hands and stuff like he likes his he always washes his hands and I think I think um, he wants his books to be in a prestige condition. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but another thing in that's going on in my house is but I've been getting, getting dinner twist, love the dinner twist and I was just going to say, do you is there something in your life because I've got something that I'm going to say but I want to see. Is there something in your life, and this kind of is a good segue actually, that makes you feel when it's done slash bought, like when you buy it or it makes you feel like you've made it in life? For, so I'll give you my example I've been getting dinner twist and I've been getting a fruit, fruit with it so we get $15 worth of fruit delivered every week yeah. and so I've been putting it in my fruit bowl yeah. and having a full fruit bowl to me signifies I've made it in life like when I come home and see a fru- f- full fruit bowl I think I'm an adult like I'm kill- kicking goals
1: yeah I think for me it's not a sign of having made it economically it's a sign of being a grown up so for me when I felt like you know how you had like I just I turned 27 a few months ago and I just realized I was talking to Sarah the other day and we neither of us realized that like when this changed happened where we would spend all our money on say you know like saving up for travel and going out and drinking that's all we would spend our money on and now we save up for like nice, good quality clothes and just nice things to put in our house. And we don't know when the change happened. But now the sign of me being an adult is the pride I take in, like, I have nice towels now. Yeah. I have nice bed sheets mm-hmm. now. Like, I feel like that makes me feel yeah. like a better person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's what it is to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's very true. I'm very similar. My change, my I've continued to change because yeah. I was a late bloomer in that sense, probably even later than you. I
1: almost oh, definitely
0: my adult like i'm still probably way behind most adults like you know i'm in my early 30s and it's like my my friends are like adult hashtag adult whereas i they probably come into my house and still look like i kind of look a bit
1: my house is probably like you know yeah but i guess just you didn't value those things what do you mean like um
0: does my house look like an adult house
1: it does, but I mean, everything about you and Tristan has a little bit of, a little bit of a, 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 a pinch, or a sprinkling of of eccentricity to it. Mm. Like you're quite odd people. You both fetishize books to the utmost degree. You have pictures of Tony Soprano and Larry David everywhere. Like you're probably within a few years, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be some dick statues around. Like you're 100%. you're getting like you're very much going towards the I've, I think I said before that your house it looks like a sex therapist house. Oh yeah. Like it has that vibe to it where yeah, it's yeah. it's very much like you're... you look like a um a cultural studies academic. Like you oh, love that's... collecting trinkets from cultures that's out of their field or something. Oh my god, that know? is like
0: the biggest compliment. Well, the thing is is like I've noticed in the last only last few years little things that I do that are so adult like just you know washing all of my I only buy um um hand washers. what are they called co- not hand washers. um you know um what are they called scrub no face sponges I only buy cloths for sponges so I don't buy anything from I don't buy like those packet ones you throw out I buy proper cloths and then I put, I put them in the washing machine on a very h- high heat mm-hmm. to wash them. And then I, when they come out of the... When, I, when they dry, I fold them up into one pile for washing the dishes and the other pile that is only for toilets and bathrooms. Yeah. And then all my yeah. tea towels are folded up very neatly. And everything is washed on a different cycle so that they don't contaminate. Um, and just like w- stuff that's very adult like that. Like everything has to be... There's just, just so. I fold all Tristan's underwear neatly into his thing. I do all his washing and I fold everything. It's just very adult to me.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm see, I'm even like that. And I'm known in many circles as like a slob. You know, you think of me as a slob. Everyone thinks of me as a slob. But I have like my sponges at home are color-coded. Mm. So, I, so if you use the yellow sponge in the bathroom... You're out on the door mate mm. You're out on the bloody gutter Because you're not coming into my house again mm. um, So I think everyone has those things where The more time they spend at home maybe it is Because they're spending more time at home Or being more domestic The more just so everything mm. is You know that we're more particular about everything
0: Yeah okay so the more you time spend your time up, The more time you spend at home you're saying
1: Yeah I think, I think you, the more you kind of want to control your own environment Because um, there's just not a lot else to do um, but one thing I wanted to actually ask you um, before we go off is um, we had a little discussion the other day about the stop and chat etiquette. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to go into that a little bit because this is one of those things where, you know, I like to think that we're pioneers on this podcast. <laughs> that we, we traverse into the terrains of the taboo and the unspoken and we try to unearth truths. Okay. And so I think... We all in society, we have a different opinion of the stop and chat, but we don't know it, okay? Okay. So, I want to say, if you're walking along the street mm-hmm. and you see someone you haven't seen in a while, what is your first feeling about how you should you should approach that My scenario? first
0: thing is I really wish this wasn't happening to me right now.
1: Yeah, you're filled with panic.
0: I don't want to do it. Um, No, it depends on who it is. I'd say, you know, most of the time it's, oh, fuck. I don't want to talk. Yeah. Um... And then I'd say maybe ten to ten percent, you know, ten percent of the people that I know, I'm actually oh my god, it's blah blah, and I want to say hi to them.
1: Yeah, well, I my reaction is, and this probably explains my whole personality in one sentence is, at the same time, I'm happy to see someone, but I don't want the pressure of having to talk to them. Mm. That's what it is for me. Like I like the surprise of seeing someone I haven't seen in a while, but then immediately that gets replaced by oh how do i navigate this situation because i I just feel like it's really awkward it's
0: just always awkward you don't know especially when they're with someone else no one likes to be the spare prick on the side when your friend when you're out with your friend and they see someone and then you're the spare prick and you have to do that weird smile when they're talking, you've yeah. got to do this smile. So that like, oh, yeah, you know, have you seen Jono? Da, da. And you're just sitting there and you're just, you're just standing there and you're just smiling. And you can't get into the conversation because you don't know Jono. You don't yeah. know what their connection is. But you've just got to smile. And they might say, oh, hey, this is Naomi. Oh, hi. But and both but of you, you don't care. Don't, yeah, you're no not part cares. of it. No one cares. No one cares who you are. You're the spare prick on the side. And if you have a friend that knows every bloody son Dick and Harry in the town... You have to stop and chat with every bloody person on the street.
1: Yeah, that's annoying. I hate those friends. Yeah. Um, but Tristan said something interesting. He said that from each group, so if we're in a group of four and the other person's a group of four, each group has a nominated person that does a stop and chat uh, and the rest of them just hang back. Yeah. So say if you if it was your close you're the closest to this person. Yeah. You would be the nominated person from our group yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. to that person. Yeah, yeah. They would be the nominated group from there. And then the, everyone else hangs back and does the awkward smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. what's interesting is they don't have the pressure to talk at all. They have a pressure to smile and to not be impatient looking at their watch or anything. But they they know the etiquette has been decided that it's your stop and chat with your friend and we're just we're just innocent bystanders to what's going on. Yeah,
0: but I always get stressed out, like, the introduction. I never intru- – I always forget to introduce and then I feel weird about it.
1: But this is your this is your anxiety because you know the right way to do things and you, so you feel a pressure to do that. But because we live in Australia, no one does it anyway. So it's kind of optional, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I don't it's think weird. Like, when, like it.
0: when Tristan sees people and then he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't introduce you. I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, like, no one – everyone knows that – It's not a formal meeting, so it doesn't really matter either way you go. Oh, that's good. But also, my question is, what do you... How long is the stop and chat? What do you talk about? All right, there's a
0: top. So, the top... The stop and chat can never go longer than five minutes. Ever. It doesn't matter who it is. Even if... Even more, if it's someone that you know very well, it's even less. Because you both know, well, we don't need to do this because we'll talk to each other later.
1: Yeah, and, and you... And if someone, it's it's probably an unspoken rude thing if someone tries to get into too deep of a discussion. No, nah, you've got it's got to be limited to um, what you've been doing lately. Yeah, That's and all. you
0: cut it's cut off. You got to cut it off. It's not. No one wants the thing is is you might be happy, but you don't stop and chat. No one wants to even. It doesn't matter how extrovert you want. No one wants to stay there and hang around like we got shit to do.
1: Yeah, and and the unspoken rule is whatever excuse you make to go you away go out, is automatically accepted. You get out. <laughs> so you say, <laughs> you say, oh, my dog's dying in a fire right yeah, now. Yeah. They've got to let, like, they yeah, can't yeah. even question yeah. it. They've got to go, oh yeah, see you later, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I always go, oh, well, yeah, well, um, yeah, we'll have a good day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to say anything. Yeah, no, you no, can no. just go.
0: Because everyone wants it to be over because it's just awkward. But sometimes it's really interesting for me because if it's, Sometimes I really... When I was living in Mount Lawley, I just, I just amazed myself. I would... Because I, I get really awkward and stressed out. But sometimes I would see people and I'd be the one that stopped them. And then they would... They'd be feeling really awkward. I yeah. saw that they were awkward. They didn't want to talk to me. And then I was... I kind of talked to them and I was the smooth operator. And that was just hilarious to me. Because usually I'm not the smooth operator.
1: There's no better rush. There's no, gr- <laughs> there's no greater high. Than when the introvert initiates the oh, stop and yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never felt better about yeah, myself yeah, as yeah, a person yeah, yeah. than when I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing, pal? Yeah, like, yeah. I, feel, I feel like I'm the talk of the town when I yeah, do that.
0: Yeah, me too. But because I ignore people. Like, do you. Yeah, okay, I, I do. Do I, you do the,
1: you know the person, but you ignore? That's a great question. Because I and, asked
0: you this because I do it and, way more than I'd like to admit.
1: I don't do it anymore because you know, like yeah, anyone. As you get older, you try and have you trying to be more socially aware and polite and all that stuff. But one thing I do that's great, I think it might be a more male thing, is you do the um, is you kind of know that you're gonna keep moving, so you give them <laughs> the you give them the old oh hey you doing mate? and you just keep walking and that's great because you've yeah, acknowledged you do that. each other. I've seen
0: you do that and it's really good.
1: Yeah, it's good. And I think as a society, I think. That needs to become more accepted Because that way No one's getting put out So I don't think There's anything wrong With a stop and chat But you should be able To do a walk on
0: Yeah I think um, Also a really good This is a really good one For people that are introverts And they don't want to do it You just always look like You're in a rush so you, if you walk around, this is what I do, you walk around the city like you're just about to go to an appointment. If you see anyone, just say, oh, man, hey, hey, how you going? I've never said man in my life. Just say, hey, how are you going? And then you go, oh, I've got to go. I'm, just, I'm, I'm off to a client meeting or just something. And then you just rush off and then yeah. you don't have to do anything.
1: The only problem with that movie is if you were walking really slowly when you are in their <laughs> no. line of sight and then suddenly you see them and you speed up past them. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Um, another one Another trick is um, Is that something There's something really interesting going on yeah. um, Somewhere else So I actually saw someone I actually had um, It was actually uh, Last week on my birthday There was two I had two occurrences That I did two different things So at Hyde Park Every hide nor hair was there Like everybody was there Yeah And I saw Every
1: hide nor hair <laughs> And then
0: I saw I saw one girl that I used to work with That we weren't that close but we definitely had spotted each other in the street while we were working together and we said hi. So I knew that I could have said hi. Yeah. But something she she something was going on that like there was some people in Hyde Park that were making some noise. So when she was walking past me, I I just kind of looked over to where she was looking and was like, Oh, what's going on over there? So I could avoid seeing like talking to her.
1: Okay, so you both You both saw each other and deviated the attention to the sound of the noise. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it works like a treat. See, because introverts don't like to really hang out much, we don't have enough group solidarity. So I think we need to have these kind of codes of when an introvert sees another introvert, we have a universal code for, I'm happy that I saw you, but I'm not going to stop and chat. Like we should have some kind of symbol or something, you know?
0: Yeah, it's so good. I love that. And then... But then that same day I saw a group of people that I knew and I actually stopped and I was really happy about myself.
1: Yeah. So I mean but I just wanna say because I had I had a um, thing about someone did a drop-in because I don't like the drop-in. Oh my god, I hate this drop. And um this person did a drop-in and then she was really unhappy with that I wasn't like over the moon to see her because you know you should be happy to see people and that's all great. But it's just I was want to say it's not that introverts don't wanna see people. It's just that we're so in our own heads that we like to be prepared to see people.
0: Yeah, it's like that um thing that we shared on Resent Malice the other day. It's like millennial culture. It's like if you want to call us, you have to message beforehand and organise a time. Like the, the call, like back when you had phone, no mobile phones, people would just call unannounced and that was okay. It's not okay anymore. Like if I call my friend right now, they'd be like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, and it's not. it's not that we don't... It's nothing about the other person. It's about us. It's that we will feel anxiety about how we're coming across, so we want to be prepared for it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a hundred percent right. It's like about being ready so that we can give you what we need to
1: give you. Yeah. So it's
0: actually consideration, really. Yeah, it's
1: great. We're great people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're gonna we're
1: gonna wrap 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 it up here. Oh, we're
0: wrapping it um,
1: up. So. Um.
0: So well wishes. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Like,
0: um <laughs> well wishes we wish you a lovely week give us a resentment give us a resentment the resentment list at gmail.com you can also message us through our socials at the resentment list uh we're gonna have a guest probably hopefully next week they're just locking that down so um now iso is kind over um we will be getting some guests on so you can stay you can stay in touch you can stay in touch sorry someone was calling me so i got distracted um you, you've got some stuff to look forward to. That's what I'm trying to say. There's yeah. things, there's new people yeah. coming. There's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, we've got some really funny people coming on. The resentment list is still going strong. If you think that you'd like to be a guest, get, get in touch um, and just send us. It doesn't even have to be a resentment. So it can be like a life experience that you would like us to discuss or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting time. So let's, let's do it together, guys. Um, we'll see you later. Take Goodbye.
0: Yeah.